This is Addie. And this is Josie. And this is our podcast called Two Sides of the Wall. Now, the name comes from the fact that we are roommates. So obviously we are on two different sides of one wall. Well, our bedrooms are, yes. Yes. But also we are in real life. Yeah. We discovered, well, not really discovered, we've known forever. Um, In the 20 years that we've known each other, we've known how different we are, but it's become more apparent the longer we live together. Yes. So we decided we would dive into that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So each episode we say a topic, and one of us chooses the topic for each episode, and then we discuss the topic. And so far, it seems that we have differing opinions on every single thing. Which, again, we knew a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think every time we record one, we're like, wait a second. It's, it's, even, it's even more so than we thought. Yeah. So uh, we hope you join us on this journey. Yes. Deeper into friendship and uh, understanding of each other. Yeah. And I think we'll cover a lot of good topics that a lot of people in our age group are probably thinking about, talking about, wondering about. Uh, so we hope that you, you join us. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't relate or whatever, at least you can watch and see if we end up killing each other. At the end. <laughs> that will be the true test, honestly. Yeah, it's, yeah. And we also determined that uh, our main goal of this podcast is really just to, like, figure out how to get through every single day. Just get through the goddamn day. Just before. get through the day. So, if nothing else, we hope that you take some lessons from that on how to get through the day um, from some 20-somethings living somewhere in Minnesota... So random, but hopefully so perfect for what you need right now in your life. Hell yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks for listening. We met as a couple of kids at Catholic school in the suburbs. Best friends, then life pushed us away. But now it's 20 years later, and we're back. And now we're living on two sides of the wall. Two sides of the wall. She's on one side, and I'm on the other. Best friends just trying to get through the day as we're living on two sides of the wall. Two sides of the wall. All right, welcome. Welcome back. This is Josie. And this is A Dog. This is Addie. Oh, you're A Dog now. Sometimes. We're going to change. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm still Josie, everyone. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, this time around, it's my topic, and uh, we're going to talk about something that I think about endlessly, and we talked about this on the Thoughts episode, uh, diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. And when I say I think about it endlessly, I don't even just mean, um, like, for myself, and, like, what I'm going to eat, and what I'm going to, you know, I think about it for the health of humanity. Oh, really? That's a nice term. And the reason that this is very topical is, the Minnesota State Fair starts tomorrow. Shithole. It is... (laughs) The land of deep-fried food. And like every other American, I love deep-fried food. But I've been thinking about it this week quite a bit. Because I'm like, if I go to the state fair, am I just going to leave feeling horrible about myself? Or am I going to bask in the enjoyment because it only happens once a year? It's, it's always a toss-up, honestly. 
how I'm gonna feel about it. So anyway, that, that's the reason that I'm thinking about this because I've just been thinking about the fair and I've been seeing commercials for the fair and reading about all the new fair foods and I'm probably gonna go eat my weight in deep fried cheese skirts, <laughs> but that's beside the point. Mm. The point really is, when did you become, if you did, I'm not assuming anything, when did you become aware of your own diet and your own health and when did you start to exercise and like care about your body in that kind of way? Okay. Well, and why? Okay, but do you want to start because it's your topic? Yeah, okay. but I just I wanted to set it up for you. Let's. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. You know, I'm gonna try really hard not to tell my life story because no, no one cares. Smokey, um, this is our motherfucking <laughs> podcast. Dog. Yeah, and this is when everybody fast forwards. Like, okay. No, they're like, me too. Anyways, despite being pretty active my whole life, mm-hmm. I was. A dancer forever. Yeah. Um, I managed to gain 36 pounds when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, went through a pretty big life change where I started to count calories. They have those very handy calorie counting apps these days. And I worked out six to seven days a week. Um, quickly lost 40 pounds within six months mm-hmm. of starting all of that. And it was very exciting. But uh, that was four years ago, and it was just a month ago that I stopped counting calories. Yeah. So that's another reason I've been thinking about this, because it was a huge life change for me to start doing that, and it was a huge life change for me to stop doing that, even though at this point I feel as if I know how to eat healthy, and I know like what my body can take and what my body can't take, and like what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. It was a lot to handle, to be like, oh... You've been logging your calories every single day for four years. Well, now you need to stop. And now you need to change your mindset about what, you, what is going into your body and not and think of it in numbers. Wow. And I mean, I'll be honest with you. The first three weeks after I stopped counting calories, I still added up all the calories in my head at the end of the day. Yeah, because I know yeah, then, yeah. what's in everything I eat. Mm-hmm. 100% can tell you what's in what you eat. Oh, I'm sure. And I do to some people and they slap me across <laughs> the face. But anyways... Yeah, FYI, the tour of Italy at Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many calories is in that? Uh, a disgusting amount, I'm, sure, I'm guessing. Over 1,400 calories. Wait. In the tour of Italy. But someone can't eat that much food in one sitting. <laughs> okay, you're looking at her. Oh, Done dear. that oh, multiple times. Oh, dear. God. 1,400 <laughs> calories. And you know how much I would eat in a day when I was dieting? Huh. 1,500 calories. That's all I was allowed to have. Oh. Okay. 1,400 calories in the tree. Now, folks, that doesn't include the unlimited breadsticks and salad. Okay? Jesus. Each breadstick is 150 calories. So anyways, this is the way my brain thinks naturally nowadays. Mm. And so I've been taking the last week or so to really not think about any of the calories that I'm consuming. Mm. Because I know what I'm eating. And it's not because I'm just eating whatever and I'm like, it doesn't matter anymore. It's because I know what I'm eating. I buy the same groceries. None of that has changed yeah. Um, and I've determined that like the focus on the calorie aspect of it at this point when I'm not trying to lose weight like I was, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like maintain my yeah. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't help as much as just exercising and like freeing my mind with exercise does mm-hmm. instead of exercising to burn two more calories. Yeah. So I've been that's part of the reason I've just been thinking about it a lot is like I'm trying really hard to change my mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Especially because I got my awesome body fat scale. Now, people might think, well, you're focusing on that. No, no, I got it, not because of the weight, but because, as and I here, have been trying to lift. 
I've been trying to build my muscle mass, and now key word is trying. Yeah. Um, I hate lifting mm. so so much. Mm. Um, just doesn't do anything for me in terms of how I feel when I'm done. Yeah. Um, but I've been I've been trying. So anyway, the body fat scale was to encourage me to pay attention to my muscle mass and mm. like to actually, you know, do some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm just starting to wonder if I'm analyzing my numbers in a different way now that I have my body fat scale. And I mean, the fact is, I don't really look at the weight number and like think negatively about it because okay. I like know what I'm eating, I know what I'm working out. And like, yeah. I will say to myself, like, okay, like you've gained a couple pounds, maybe you know, don't eat a pint of ice cream, pint of Halo Top every other day because that's the train I'm riding. <laughs> but uh, it's never like so self-deprecating that it used like as it used to be. Like yeah. I'm just like, oh well, just watch a little bit more, or you know, eh, work out a little more. You yeah. worked out once this week. Like it's more of a guide rather than a, exactly. Yeah. So I'm. I'm just wondering, like, when you started thinking that way, because I know for me it was when, when I went to my doctor when I was 20 years old, mm-hmm. and she was like, you have drifted into the overweight category, and I went home and just bawled to my mom, oh my and God. immediately was looking for, well, I was hoping, this is how sick it was, I was hoping I had a thyroid problem. Dude. Yeah. Oh no, no. I'm what I'm saying is like I get it. But that's and that's how I know that like I was just not thinking the way that I should have been thinking. Like mm-hmm. I should have gone home and went, "Yep. I need you need to, to get, get healthy. I need to like get things under control. Like I need to stop eating five meals a day and two of them being pizza rolls or mac and cheese." Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's it was such a wake up call. Yeah. And but I just remember like saying to my mom like well she's testing my thyroid and Mm -hmm. it's probably that instead of like taking the responsibility and so I think now when I take the responsibility and I take the responsibility in like a positive way I feel so much better than like just like making excuses for myself yeah it's empowering because you're doing it for yourself yeah and like to do it in not a negative way Mm -hmm. like Especially because then when I realized it was not a thyroid problem and it was me, all of my thoughts were negative about it. It wasn't like, okay, like I can do this, I can get better, I can eat better, I can work out and whatever. Mm. It took me a very long time to get to the point where it's like, you know, you're doing just fine, just change this, you're doing really well, stop beating yourself up, like get to like the positive thoughts about eating and exercise. And so I feel like I'm there, but it takes, I mean, calorie counting really... It was great for me because I didn't, I never got into a dangerous territory with it. A lot of people often do. It can Mm -hmm. be a very rocky thing, calorie counting, but um, I just got into like the control of it. I was just like, oh, well, I know exactly what's in everything I'm eating. Oh, really? Yeah. Control of it? Oh, Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, have we mentioned that I'm a control freak? Oh. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, I haven't heard that before. Are you sure? Oh. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Uh, Yep. That's me. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. All right. it's yeah I don't know I just I feel like I'm just like finally to that point where like I know that I can have a piece of cake and it's not going to be the end of the world and I'm not going to be like oh well I have to work out an extra 10 minutes to get rid of that piece of cake or whatever it is like I can just accept it continue with my regular routine you can be healthy yeah and it's you know I can eat healthy for most of my meals and like not worry about you know oh should I have had that second you know, mm-hmm. piece of lasagna or whatever, like every single time. Now, granted, like it all has its limit. Like I've told you, like if I do start to gain weight kind of rapidly, then I do sit and I like self check, mm-hmm. but I can usually identify exactly what's going on. Like, 
oh, well, I, you know, didn't buy as healthy of groceries this week. Or, oh, I only worked out once this week. And, like, just identifying it and then just moving on. Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to get there instead of just, like, beating myself up forever. Oh, sure. So, yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. And I guess the other reason I'm thinking about it is because this was the time of year that I, like, hit my goal weight four years ago. Oh, okay. It was right at the end of the summer. Totally. And I didn't know what to do from there. Because it was, like, then I had to transfer into the maintenance mode and, like, Mm -hmm. try to, like, keep that going and I was still in college and so it made it really difficult yeah um so yeah very interesting and it's I think that we both we talk a lot both of us about like we need to eat well we need to work out we need to do all these things Mm -hmm. but I think it's just getting to the point in my life where I'm like yeah I'm doing just fine you know, some days are better than others, mm-hmm. but just keep going the way you're going. You'll be just fine. Yeah. Instead yeah. of being so anal retentive about everything I do. Mm-hmm. But it's tough. Yeah. It's very tough. And that does not mean that I don't beat myself up sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's not like it used to be where it was all like negative thoughts about it mm-hmm. versus like, you know what? You're doing just fine. That's good. You had a stressful day. Treat yourself to that dang cookie. Hell yeah, dude. AKA today. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> You just do it. You just you just live with it. Yeah, that's huge. But yeah, that was very long-winded. Oh no, that's no, because it's uh, important to you. And that's interesting because I didn't realize because I knew you stopped counting calories and I didn't realize like that was such a big shift for you because I knew oh, I knew gosh. you I knew you counted calories but I guess I'm learning so much about just <laughs> how much you like to control. <laughs> You're learning how severe my <laughs> diagnosed. Mm. issues are <laughs> we'll just call them issues for now yes um talking about issues and i i don't i'm <laughs> not gonna try to make this because last episode may have got a bit dark at the end yeah we don't need to be so, so dark people maybe i'll we'll try to keep this light yeah. but your question was like when did you start mm. and when did you not only like when did you start like worrying about what you ate but also like when did you start taking care of yourself either in like what you ate or when you exercised or whatever wow well, this is going to be, again, vastly different <laughs> than your story. Well, let's start off with the fact that I've always been conscious of what I've been eating my whole life because my mom was a um, weight loss counselor at Jenny Craig when I was That's born. Right. So that was just kind of like part of my growing up. And both my parents were marathon runners, and they're both very active. Yeah. And so it's just been part of my whole life. Yeah. Um, so it's always been this like uh, concept in my family, and it's always been important to my family. And I, even growing up, I never had quote unquote bad food. I never had ice cream ever. Yeah. Um, I never. We never even like bought fruit. I would. I remember going to like your house or some people's houses, and you guys would have like fruit roll ups and shit, and I'd be like, "What?" Yeah. yeah. And it was like totally like it felt so wrong. Yeah. It was like this is so cool. Um, but yeah, no, I mean. Uh, I think it's interesting the way you talk about, like, when you say, when you started getting, exercising and taking care of yourself, because the taking care of myself came much later. Mm-hmm. I, I had, uh, I had a big issue with eating and exercise that was not healthy. Right. But I think now, now that I've, um, the cats are attacking <laughs> each other. Guys, it's okay. Can we not? Yeah, but that was a few years ago, so now that I've kind of just, like, kind of gotten over that. I don't want to say gotten over that. And now that I've been able to, like, recognize it and deal with it, it's better. And that's really what it is. Like, like I said, I don't think I ever 
and the cats are just everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever really like get over it. Like it's mm. there's always some thought about it, whether you know like I mean focusing or not focusing on it at a certain time. Mm. I don't think it's ever like getting over it, but like getting better about how you think about it. Yeah. When you, I think it's important to think about it as taking care of yourself instead of like I have to lose weight to be a certain size or whatever. right. And that's and that's exactly the shift that it took me a very long time to get to. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say like when I use my body fat scale, like I don't look at the number like oh I need to be a certain weight. Mm-hmm. It's like I know that if I've gained weight, you know, or if I've gained a certain amount of weight or lost a certain amount of weight, that it's not where I am when I'm healthy. Yeah. It's not like I care about what that number is, but I care about like okay, like I know what I was at when I was my most healthy, not when I was my most skinny or my most, you know, smallest size or, Hmm. but when I felt the most healthy. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, well, in terms of like my, my story, Mm -hmm. um, was that in my last semester of high school, I started losing weight because I was put on a new medication, but my therapist conveniently was the, um, she was kind of like the lead therapist of this eating disorder group, and she thought that I was like developing an eating disorder because I was losing weight. Right. So it was really kind of not good because I went into this group, and uh, I pretty much learned how to have an eating disorder from that group. Yeah. But whatever. So then I uh, went to college, and I think you're very different than I am with this. Uh, but when I'm stressed, I don't eat. Oh, I'm the exact opposite. Why do you think I gained 40 pounds in college? <laughs> well, there what you I mean? go. When I went to college, I lost more weight. Um, but because I was, I moved out, I moved away from home. I was living by myself and it was just stressful. So I just didn't mm-hmm. eat. Um, but then halfway through that year, I moved back home and just the comforts of home and stuff. I gained back a lot of weight. Right. And it really fucked with my head because of like my experience with that eating disorder group mm-hmm. I was like dude I gotta lose this weight because I felt like a real just piece of shit because it was like okay I moved home I'm a failure I can't you know do college right and I gained all this weight I'm mm-hmm. a fat huge piece of shit yep. so then I went on a three month the worst the worst experience of my life I only allowed myself 800 calories a day and I ran oh. f- and I ran five miles a day <gasps> yeah and you I, should be eating an extra 800 just for those 500. Like, but like oh that, my God. No, but like the thing is I actually looked up like the requirements for anorexia. Like I, I, I like prescribed myself yep. anorexia. Yep. So I lost 40 pounds Ugh. and I got down to 109 pounds. <gasps> yeah, and I went to the abs. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, and it was to the point, like I was running. How do I not remember? Because I didn't hang out with a single person. Yeah. I saw Jody one time. Otherwise, I yep. didn't leave the house. It was so bad. My mental health was gone. Mm-hmm. I ended up going to the psych ward because I was like, yep, gone. Um, so it was weird because like for three, it was well total four months. I didn't eat anything. I had no sweets. I had no alcohol. No sugar. No car. Like nothing. What did you eat? I had just just barely anything. I mean, it was talking about calorie counting like this is why it's so funny when you talk about calorie counting because for you it was a way to like take control of your life yeah. like, in a positive way but for me it was like how can I destroy myself as soon as possible mm. so everything I was eating like I knew the calories to it but it had to be I was to one point I was counting how many mints I could have my that day like I would allow myself mints to, are like half a calorie yeah well on the on the package this is five calories or less so I would allow myself three mints a day 
So that I got wild. Yeah, so it got to the point where I was having a panic attack every day. I well, couldn't talk. I couldn't talk to other people. Um, and I was running so much and I wasn't doing anything but running, which is terrible for your body because yeah. it's the same repeated yep. strain on your muscles. So I couldn't Especially hurt. when you're not eating the food to support that kind of exercise. Yeah. It hurt to sit down. I was just in pain all the time. Um, so yeah, got really bad. Um, but then after that, I went, I, uh, went to the hospital and things got a little bit better, but then I kind of swung in the other direction where I was eating like a motherfucker, like I was binging and I gained all the weight back within like three months. So that's what happens when you don't allow yourself anything good when you're dieting. Well, not that I'm a pro, but that's, it's so easy for your body to be like, Yes, I need more well, of that. Yeah. I need more of that oh, yeah. when you haven't had it. I was having three breakfasts because I was like, oh my God, I've, I've denied myself this for so long. Yep. It tastes so good. Yep. Um, yeah, but then I gained a bunch of weight and then I felt shitty again. So, I mean, I've always had just like a real hard time with food. Yeah. And some of that stuff still kind of haunts me today. But I, but I, I think like two summers ago, I was like my healthiest because I was eating. I mean, it was still kind of obsessive. I was eating so well. I was working out really well and not mm-hmm. in a like destructive way. Right. Um, I don't know. So it's an interesting thing, but I think I think most women, if not all women, especially in America, struggle with it. Yeah, and I think most women it is a constant like lifelong I don't even want to say battle, but like kind of like a lifelong journey, I guess if you will. Yeah. Even if like you know, like I said, like I feel pretty good right now about like how I handle my routine with eating and exercise. It changes all the time and it, you know, you never really know like when you're going to hit a moment where you're like, oh my God, I don't feel good about myself again. I'm like, I think that's just a, it's a forever, like, it's always sitting there. Yeah. It's always chilling. And it's, I don't think that necessarily everybody has like negative thoughts when it comes yeah. to like diet and exercise, but I think there are always like some sort of thoughts about it. Yeah. Um, but I think that it does take like going through different kinds of diets and different kinds of like excessive exercise or none or whatever to really figure out like what feels good for your body and like what feels good for your mental health as well. That's true. Because I think, you know, something that I talk a lot about with my boyfriend is like, Hey, you know, you are just a happier person when you exercise consistently, you sleep better. Mm -hmm. I sleep so much better mm-hmm. when I'm exercising consistently and it's just a huge distressor for me. Yeah. And so I think that you find like what, what works for you. And like, I think too, a lot of people say to me like, well, I hate running, so I don't want to exercise. And it's like, no, like find, find what like really unites like your brain and your body mm-hmm. and like what makes you feel good. And like, yep. I know tons of people who just do yoga. I know mm-hmm. tons of people who just do Zumba. Like, mm-hmm do what like makes your body feel good. I, but I think it takes a while for people to like get to that point and like mm-hmm. find like what they like and like what makes them feel good instead of just like, Oh, I have to go to the gym again. Yeah. I hate this so much. And like, yeah. obviously everybody has their days, but like, I think it just takes a while. But then like, once you find that, like it's pretty easy to like keep at least a semi groove for most of your everyday life. Yeah. It's yeah. It's gotta become a habit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think like our world today, I don't know. It's, there's so much, going on and it's like a lot of things are just kind of like counterintuitive to the human body and I think absolutely it's, it's so easy to just sit all day yeah and, and I do sit all day yeah and, I and mean, it's yeah it's not good for you but it also you lose total you lose touch with your body and your body is a like a huge part of who you are 
You and, only get one. Yeah, and well, it's how you, it, make, it's, it makes a huge difference on how you feel. There's serotonin in your stomach. Yeah. So if you're not like working your body, yeah. oh, the rest of you suffers. I don't Absolutely. Know. It's like, it's your body's like a second mind, so you have to take care of it. Absolutely it, it is, yeah. But, but I think, um, like I was saying about, you know, like how I know like what number makes me feel healthy, not like what size I am or how mm-hmm. skinny I am or yeah. whatever. There's a great brand. We'll do a little brand plug. Oh, hell. There's a great brand out there called Healthy is the New Skinny. Mm-hmm. They're one of my favorite, favorite things to follow on social media mm-hmm. because it's about health, it's not about weight, and it's not about being thin. Right. And it's, and it's about health in general. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like, here's what you have to do to be healthy. It's like, here's what makes me feel healthy. Here's what makes me feel good. Here's what ma- wakes up my mind and my body every single day. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's normal people yeah. who like join like these challenges and they like post pictures of normal people who are like a part of all these things and like mm-hmm. it is run by a woman who's a beautiful average size model i love her absolutely to death she's mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. but like it's about average people just trying to be healthy and like doing what they can to be their healthiest self like for mm-hmm. an, in, on an individual level yeah but i think that's what makes it hard about like talking to other people about diet and exercise is like it's such an individual like totally you have to come to like what is good for you both in what you eat and what you do for exercise Mm -hmm. and so when I first lost a bunch of weight a lot of people asked me like what I did Mm -hmm. and of course like at the time like I loved to tell people like Mm -hmm. oh my god I I calorie count every day and I work out like six seven days a week Mm -hmm. And, like, now if people ask me, I, like, say, like, you know what? I changed my diet. I changed my mindset about exercise. Mm-hmm. And I found what worked for me yeah. in both respects. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't think it's, you know, like, it's not a, very helpful to, like, tell people, like, well, I worked. I did 45 minutes on the elliptical. Or I ran seven miles. Like, even if I did do those things, like. Someone else is going to be different. Yeah. And, like, and you don't want people to automatically be like, well, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I definitely can't, like you know, get to the point that you're at or whatever. Oh yeah. And again, like I'm not at a perfect level. Nobody is Mm -hmm. like physical health is a constantly changing thing. So that's the other thing I never like want to tell people, like if you do this, you'll be like this. Like it's not. And like, nobody is an ideal to strive for. Like you have to strive for your own ideal self. But yeah. And I think diet is really interesting too, because I think for me, except for the, the bad times like my diet has been more important in well I don't want to say more important but it's been like hugely important in terms of the way I feel mm-hmm. okay no plug for the goldfish those are not good on the terms of the diet but those are a guilty thing we'll set those everybody aside. has that everybody's though. got a little guilt absolutely I'll slow up my goldfish but like when I was when I eat things that are I don't know that I make myself that are more like more close to their natural form than uh, other things like goldfish. Those aren't real fish. No, those are crackers. It's not even real cheese, man. No, man. Shit. Nothing real. No, but like my, you know, my leeks. I, there's still dirt on those motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> those are real, straight, <laughs> straight from the, the earth. Ground. I don't know. So I just feel so. I feel totally yeah. different when I eat shit like that. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I I think about like 
um, my dad a lot in terms of diet because <laughs> he's like it's so Pretty crazy. Well, it's so funny because he is like super hardcore into mountain biking and he works out all the time. He's always been that. Mm -hmm. He's like 52 and he still works every day. He's biking and doing yep. something. But he eats like shit. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, dude. And it's and it's it's hard to be at home because my mom is like the you know she's obsessed with food and yep. fitness and all that shit. So she's always yep. like, stop eating. Are you eating? <laughs> so my mom don't listen to this shit. But anyway, it's just, it's, I think, but the, I also noticed too, when I go home, my dad's always complaining about something physical. He's like, my back hurts. I have a headache. It's like, okay, well, maybe if you stopped eating fucking peanut butter and jelly every night and then yeah. McDonald's and shit. It's maybe just like. If you drink like, some water, you wouldn't have a headache. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and he drinks Diet Coke like a fish. It's like, mm -hmm. dude. I don't know. So I think diet is hugely underestimated. Well, I'm. I think you and I both know my obsession with food and like where it comes from and right. like what food's all about and sugar and all that shit. Um, and I, I just think exercise in a way has become an excuse for, for people to eat like shit. Yeah. And, yep. and for companies to, well, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I think diet is a huge thing to look into. It's funny because again, we are very different people. Yeah. As much as I care about what I eat, obviously I was calorie counting, you know I don't really cook. Mm -hmm. I don't really eat a lot of... Uh, Whole foods, quote unquote. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm not the greatest cook. I'm yeah. a horrible cook. Yeah. So I tend to eat a lot of things that are from the freezer or they're fresh, but then I mix them with things that are from the freezer. So mm -hmm. I do buy a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables. Yeah. I, I live That's off good. those babies. But I also eat frozen chicken breast. I eat pre-cooked turkey and chicken sausage. I eat, you know, the fro I don't like, you know, I don't like raw meat. I don't do raw <laughs> yeah, meat. So, and I'm also just not a good cook. So for me, like eating healthy is just different. Like I still eat, I think relatively well. Mm -hmm. Of course I could eat better, especially because most of the things I eat probably have a shit ton of preservatives in them. Yeah. But I am so much more focused on the exercise aspect first, which is not, I think that's a reversal because oh, when yeah. I started calorie counting, I obviously like did not exercise. I was not, mm -hmm. I had quit dance by that point. Mm -hmm. I did not go to the gym, mm -hmm. whatever the hell that meant. I like did not do <laughs> yeah. that. So it, it, it started with the diet, but then it evolved. And I think now I think of exercise first. Like I've told you like, yes, like I do think about my diet, but I'm always like, I feel like crap if I didn't work out today. Mm -hmm. And I will sometimes disregard what I ate that day because I'm just like focused on the fact that I didn't work out. Mm. And it's, I think it just, it really all comes back to the mentality of it. Like I feel so much less stressed when I exercise, I sleep better, mm -hmm. I feel happier. Yeah. Like, but I think now it's like flip flop for me where like I think about exercise first and then my diet. Mm. Okay. Um, I do think about both, but I think I, I think I think exercise first, hmm. especially now that I've been like running a race a month this year, yeah. like every week I like know what my exercise schedule is going to be. And so, or like I try anyway, like, so I'm just like, I think I like get there first and then I'm like thinking about what I eat, hmm. but we all also know that I love food. So it's <laughs> yeah. hard for me to like, I cannot eat well all the time. Yeah. I probably had five servings of chocolate today in different forms hey, man. and I don't feel bad about it. Damn right. You should. I don't. But it's like I in it, like everything with diet and exercise. It's all a balancing act. Mm -hmm. You know, don't eat all the crap. Don't eat 
all the good if that's going to make you suffer. Like, for yeah. me, that is not great for me. Like, I have to have a little bit of sugar. It's not sustainable. A little bit of cheese. It's not sustainable. A little bit of bread. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, you know, you, I can't be one of two extremes. And the same thing with working out. It's not great to never work out or exert your body in any sort of way. Mm-hmm. And then it's not great to only work out and eat 800 calories a day. That blows my mind. How did you even do that? It was a night. It was truly the worst. It was a nightmare. I can't imagine. Well, calorie it, counting mints. Well, it got down. Well, it started at eight hundred, then it got down to five hundred, <gasps> and then then it. Began. What even is? What are we even eating? Um, eggs. I would have, no, not eggs. I would have Cheerio, like um, unsweetened Cheerios. Oh, you're morning, kidding! And then I would have a couple like baby grape or baby uh, cherry or cherry tomatoes, and then. Yeah, it was just, it got to the point where it was like, the, I'll eat the least amount I can. But then at the very end, it was like I was eating nothing at all. It was really, really See, I don't think I could get to that point, even when I was calorie counting, because I love food so much, and I revolve my day around <laughs> when I'm going to eat yeah. next. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Back to the thoughts you. episode. Uh, <laughs> I just think about when my next meal is going to be. Shit, Truly. I'm hungry. Is it time for a snack? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm seeing my goldfish on the table <laughs> right now. First baby. But, but I just, I think that, you know, diet and exercise is just such an interesting thing for our generation because there are so many extremes in the world with it. Mm-hmm. We have extreme bodybuilders. We have ninjas. You know, those dang yeah. shows where people are doing like crazy things oh, for their body. Yeah. And then American we have gladiator, yeah. Yes, that one. Mm. <laughs> Whatever, ninja. Ninja, same thing. Isn't there a ninja warrior one? I don't. Oh, know. that too. Yeah. Sure. You still look at that. There's like yeah. millions. And then you have the other extreme, where we have the Biggest Loser. We have my 600 pound life. Yeah. We yeah. have, like, we're seeing both sides of it, and I think it's hard for people's brains to like figure out where the happy medium is of like, here's how you you like you don't have to be a bodybuilder, but you also can be healthy in your way, and like your diet and your exercise and I think there's just so much out there that like we see both and we mm-hmm. see and especially like just even even with our food industry the way that it is right oh, now yeah I know you could do a whole oh, topic a whole on that episode, yeah. but even like it's so hard for people to eat healthy I think when they're just like seeing like every video on the internet of like you know a turkey stuffed into a waffle cone you know with freaking <laughs> whipped cream on top of it <laughs> And they're like, that looks good. Let's go get it. And it's just like, it's, it's so hard to be like on it all the time. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, same with the food industry, but also with just everything in general in our society, it's all like so much. It's there's so just, much. There's just so much. And I, so much. And you know what, Smokey? Let me tell you, I have, yes. a, I have the motherfucking answer. Okay. What? Everyone out there listening. Delete your social media. Well, no. I mean, do what you want, but <laughs> let me tell you how to fucking, let me tell you the answer. Addie's going to tell you another answer to life. Here it Ready is. Ready to go. Straight up. Yep. Just look inside. Oh. No, I'm serious. We talked that's, about this no, earlier. No, that's beautiful. Seriously, though, because there's so much out there right. that's trying, external stimuli that's telling you, do this, do this. Yeah. No. The way I eat is different the way that you yep. eat. The way I work out is yep. different from you. It's going to be different for everybody. And that's... That you're right. I mean, that is the point. Like when you, and it, I think that it goes with like if you do see the turkey stuffed inside a waffle cone and you want it, think. Well, for, I'd say first think about that why. is that's intense. <laughs> but like I'm saying, like if you do like occasionally indulge in things that you're like I shouldn't be having this. Occasional, like it's all about the balancing act, yeah. and it's about doing what's good for you. And like I think, 
you're right. I mean, like you can't, you can't compare yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. You have to do exactly what's good for your body and what makes you feel good and healthy and makes you feel whole every single day. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's okay to have cheat times. It's okay to like have your guilty pleasures. It's okay to do all those things. Like you can't beat yourself up about that stuff Mm -hmm. because you'll go insane if you don't. I mean, like you can't. That's true. You'll end up in the psych ward. Literally. I'm sorry, kind of got dark. Go Literally. ahead. No, keep going. Yep. Turn it dark. Turn it dark. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Yep. Hey, you got to stop ending these Jesus things on the Christ. darkest I'm note. Sorry on the darkness. We'll go back to the inner. The, you know, just, just look inside. Yeah, just look inside. Look in your heart. Oh, oh my dear. God. This is falling apart. Well, you know what? <laughs> just like everything, Addy. Just, you know. What's the goal? Just get through the motherfucking just day. Just get through the day. Just get, get through the day. In the best way that you feel. That you can. Like, do what's good for you. Yes. I think we saved it. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you.